Okay, right, actually, before we start, um, for the last podcast, I said I would, um, I would get back to you on my opinions of fate. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those things you should just watch once and leave it, leave it there. Go, okay, that was, that was good. Move on. Yeah. Because it's, it's bad. It's just bad. It's trash. <laughs> it, it is. It's, it's trash. <laughs> But it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. Trash. Um, and I will still forever hold on to the memories of fondly watching Fate Zero, and the other two times it just they didn't happen. I didn't watch it again. Yeah, just pretend. Just just enjoy it. You know your memories, yeah. your nostalgia for the first time. Um, and that's fine. You know, just one of the things. I think there's lots of other things I'm supposed to report back on, but I've forgotten what they are, Same. and I'm not going back to listen to the podcast. Nope. <laughs> so if someone wants to remind me, please do. Yeah, um, yeah, just hit us up on Twitter. Uh, it's at Inverus on Twitter, or we now have a Facebook page, uh, so oh yeah, you can get us on there too. Um, but yeah, let us know. Let us know anything we forget, um, which is probably a lot because I'm not a very uh, I was going to say forgetful, but what what I mean is I am a very forgetful person. <laughs> I'm not forgetful. I'm... Oh, no, wait. No, no. I am forgetful. Okay. That was the, that was the way you say it. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we get this show on the road? Yes, we will. Kabloof. Kabloof! Inverus. These are the adventures of your hosts, Callum and Claire. Venturing further than mankind has dared to venture on the outreaches of your brain, the... is the Inverus ah. podcast. Here we are. Once again. Yes. Um, so this week, um, we're going to be doing uh, something we haven't done yet, which is drinking vodka. But what we did was we went on to the website Master of Malt uh, because they do like tons and tons and tons of miniatures of different alcohols. Um, mm-hmm. And it means that we don't need to buy an entire bottle and spend a fortune. We just get like a little one drink size sample of whatever it is we want to drink. Um, so this week we have Boris Jelzin Vodka, which is, um, I'll just bring up the page and I'll, I'll read this because this is accurate <laughs> and my memory is not, as we have discussed. Um, <laughs> so it's uh, Boris Jelzin Vodka um, and this is, you can get this for like 20, 25 pounds. Um, it's a French vodka named after the first president of Russia, um, Boris Yeltsin. Um, and then it says it should be good for mixed drinks. Should be. Shrug. Should be. We're gonna... Well, we're gonna try it straight and then if we like it, we'll keep drinking it. 
I don't see that happening. I don't think me or no, Callum. No, I'm are... not. I'm not a vodka person. Nah, uh, I don't do terribly well with vodka. So we'll see how we get. I'll on. do like a vodka uh, cocktail, but yeah, I'm not the person with like the vodka in the bottle in the cupboard. You know, I'm more of a gin drinker or a whiskey drinker personally. Mm-hmm. Um, are but... you wanting to read through some of these reviews? Yeah. <laughs> Um, what to do is do the do the do the top one the third one and then yeah and then i'll read out the second one and the last one okay so the first review on this page was on the 28th of june 2020 this is the top one so it's most recent um and the title of the review is terrible a half star and the body of the review is terrible. The worst of all. <laughs> so um, that's not promising, Callum. Uh, uh, I just also... <laughs> I just realised that it's a wee screw cap. I've been trying to score off this waxiness with a knife <laughs> for ages. Yeah, the Master of Malt uh, miniatures come in these really cute, they're gorgeous <laughs> little bottles with like really nice labels. It says drinks by the dram. And it's got screw top lid, which uh, obviously Callum has just realised, but it's all covered in wax. So it just looks really cool. Um, they're very well presented. Yeah. I think you can buy multi-packs of these, like, for Christmas. I don't know. I'm not buying them because we've already bought, like, four separate ones. Uh, yeah. But the third review down on this page says, very smooth. Amazingly smooth. We drank the whole thing straight. And it's a five-star review. So that's promising. Yeah, so we go from, like, um, a half-star review to a five-star review. So yeah. it seems like a hit or a miss. It's like some people like it and some people don't. Yeah, because the next one here is the, the one-star review with the, the title, Very Bad. <laughs> and the, the body of it. The worst vodka I have ever tried. <laughs> We're in for a treat, Callum. Oh. <laughs> and then so this nervous. first review. This this the from the 18th of March 2016 just makes me smile. Um it's like three and a half stars and it just says Boris is always a popular person at the party. <laughs> I used to drink this when working in France. We could always invite Boris by the end of week party. He contributed a huge amount to the atmosphere. However, he often stayed over and outstayed his welcome in the morning. If he was still hanging out at lunch time, it was... What? <laughs> if he was still hanging around at lunchtime, he became positively nauseous. So... Or nauseous. Um, I'm not sure that's a review of the vodka. A review of the hangover, perhaps. But we're not drinking enough to get a hangover tonight, so... I hope not. Right, I'm going to give this a sip. Okay, seems. I'm actually going to pour it into It smells like it. vodka. Oh, it definitely smells like vodka. Oh, that is really smooth. That is really smooth. I've never had a vodka that smooth. No. Um, I, do you know what? I'm going, to, I'm going to attempt to just drink this. As is. Okay. Um, I, I would disagree that it's not the worst vodka oh, I've, I've had ever tried. Oh, I've had way worse vodka. Or the worst of all, um, clearly these people have not grown up in Scotland drinking Glens. So... Oh my God, Glens vodka! Oh, flashbacks! Ah! Oh, it's ghastly. 
Oh. No, that is quite That's nice. not bad. That's all right. Mm. Mm. If we had had that instead of Glenn's, big thumbs up there. Um, it's not the best vodka I've ever had, and I think it's missing that signature mouth burn <laughs> that a lot of mm. vodka has. Because this does burn, but it burns after you've swallowed it. Yeah. Like, I feel like I could keep a little bit of that in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, and it takes, like, a few, a good few seconds for it to start the burny. It's quite nice. It's, um, just going to have a look at the alcohol content. It's 37.5%. Um, but yeah, I'm actually topping up with Coke. Really? Mine's, mine's 38%. Really? Yeah. I'm going off the website. Oh, are you? I haven't looked at the bottle. Hang on. Maybe the miniatures are... Says. No, my, my miniature says 37 and a half. Weird. Very weird. <gasps> Maybe it's a labeling error. <laughs> I've opened the wrong drink. Have you, Callum? What are you drinking? <laughs> no, I'm looking at the wrong bottle. That's why. No, I haven't <laughs> opened it. <That's> why. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even started drinking. This is a disaster. Oh, no, yeah, thirty-seven and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore everything I've just said. I was, I was looking at, I was looking at a different bottle. They've got all the same labels and the same lids. Yeah, they're very cute. They are very, very cute, though. Regardless, I'm gonna move this over here. But um, well, I'm having mine with Coke, so. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try drinking it. I might add Coke later on. Mm. See how we get on. But yeah. So, yeah. Today we're gonna be talking about TV shows. TV shows. TV shows. I'll tr we'll try not to stray into anime too much because I know we've already discussed that topic. No, I'm gonna avoid talking and about anime. We will be coming back to that topic at some point because anime is such a broad topic. So is TV shows, to be honest. Um, yeah, I feel like I watch a lot less TV um, anyway, so it's not a huge, mm. huge topic for me. I watch a lot less these days. I used to watch quite a bit, but I mean, nowadays if I watch a season of something, it's on because it's on Netflix or, you know, not the way it was when I was a kid where, oh, this is coming on once a week, you know. Um, but what's your favorite TV show, Callum? My favorite TV show. Ah, see. <laughs> um, currently, right? Okay, I'm gonna say currently because um, I'm watching it and I haven't finished it, and I'm actually really enjoying it. I mean, I think my favorite TV show generally is probably The Next Generation, but my current favorite right now is farscape we're sitting through watching all of farscape i haven't seen farscape in years man it is do you know what it's really good it's super weird quirky it's just madness the costume designs are wacky and wonderful and kind of weird um it's just weird and i like it would you uh like describe yourself as a mostly sci-fi fan then in terms of tv uh i don't know i wouldn't put myself in a little space because of most of the things that i watch um i mean that's other than you know the next generation and farscape um isn't actually sci-fi so we've started watching the good place um and uh, i i grew up watching things like faulty towers um, and then reboot. That's not what reboot. I suppose, like, kind of sci-fi-ish, but it it's is sci kind of sci-fi. It, 
but it's not like it's... in the traditional sense of oh we're in space you know um yeah. i feel like it's kind of sci-fi in the same way that frankenstein's kind of sci-fi um yeah yeah i'd give you that um first of all if you haven't seen reboot you should just see reboot mm. not that it's easy to just go and see reboot but reboot's a difficult thing to get hold of but it is worth getting a hold of even if you can't be bothered with like 90s computer generated graphics it's still worth getting a hold of like it's it's one of those things um that once you get past the the animation because it is it's the first i think it's the first um i'm gonna CG, google it. fully cgi C- series um everything is is um cgi all of it yeah mm. um so you can imagine it's pretty garbage but what because the writing's so good and the actual episode concepts are so good and the pacing um, from like the first season, you know, you get you watch the first few episodes. You're like, oh yeah, I get this. this is a kids, you know, TV show about living in a computer and the user input in games, and then it just goes off into this this mad universe of nuts and craziness. It's 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 bonkers. Um, I don't know that it was the, the first. The villains are amazing. Oh, the villains are so good. Hexadecimal is so good. Hexadecimal is my spirit animal <laughs> oh i love hexadecimal i love hexadecimal so much i also love saying hexadecimal have you noticed um hexadecimal um the voice acting is incredible oh especially for uh, the time like oh yeah uh i mean well first of all tony j is megabyte and enough said tony j mm. is an incredible voice oh, such a good deep voice and you're like ah. Oh! I wish I could speak like Tony J. Just oh, Oh, it is. It's like you just you just want Megabyte to show up and mess with things just so he'll speak. (laughs) It's a bit like listening to like uh, Jeremy Irons, or because I find Jeremy Irons really satisfying to listen to. Mm. Um, Yeah, Megabytes like that. Whereas Hexadecimal's just weird and crazy. Like yeah. Yeah, just watch oh, it. She's great. Oh, it's so good. Just watch it. She like, is. Uh, and if you can't get a copy, phone me. I'll sort you out. <laughs> he got you. He got you. And a price. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is free. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he gets oh. you. <laughs> no, um, I don't. So I'm trying to think. What of... is your favorite TV? Do you have a favorite TV I show? Don't or think that I do. Like. I watch a lot of different stuff. I really mm-hmm. recently, um, I would say if, if we're going by like stuff I watched that I can remember all of because I watched it recently, um, The Witcher. Um, oh, yeah. The Witcher was fantastic. Um, and it's a bit like I had to watch twice because I thought I understood all the time skips because I hadn't read the books and I hadn't um, played any of the video games. So I wasn't really familiar with the story. And I think... The first time you watch it, it can be a bit jarring because they jump quite a lot. There's a lot of time skips. But uh-huh. and I, I I'm pretty sure I don't know. I'm pretty sure they'll change that going forward because I think they've got to a point in the story where having read some of the books now, because that's the way the books are. The books are just a bunch of short stories about these characters in this world. Um Okay, so more like a collection of Tales, but they stories, if you yeah. if you look at them as a whole you get this sense of the history of the world and you mm-hmm. know the chronological order. You know, you end up knowing the story of these characters, you know. 
Um, it's just not presented in a ordinary fashion. So they kind of do that with the TV so, t TV show, um, where it jumps about quite a bit. But the acting is incredible. The costumes, like Stuart got really annoyed at me because when we were watching it, I was like, oh, look at those plates. Oh, look at that dress. <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, the hair design is amazing. Yeah, pretty much. And he was just like, will you stop? <laughs> but um, yeah, and I was kind of, it was one of those ones where I was like, oh, I'm watching this again. I'm worried that I won't enjoy it the same way because I really thoroughly enjoyed it the first time. Um, mm -hmm. But I loved it even more the second time through because I noticed little bits here and there um, and I had a proper grip on the timeline a bit more yeah um and it's great and i know you haven't seen it uh no but um, i think i briefly like went over what why i haven't actually watched it yet. yeah yeah but, yeah i know that um, story and i will it that is it's still a me problem the, the whole camera thing is is stupid it's a completely stupid thing to be like i can't be bothered watching this now because it's too clean <laughs> um but yeah no i just need to get over that because it was literally the first scene yeah, um, you might find that you get used to it as well the more you watch it, if that makes sense. Like, um, oh yeah, definitely. Because it's just one of those jarring things sometimes. Um, yeah, it was like the same. It took me, um, like I thought uh, when I was young, I thought I used to hate Moulin Rouge, the film. Oh, I love that film. Um, and it was just because the you know the the camera work and cinematography is it's it's one of those things you either love it or you hate it. It's but stylistic. Once it's, I got over yeah. it, I really like I really love the the cinematography in that film. I think um, what and, I love about the cinematography in that film is that as all good cinematography should do, it lends itself to that film specifically. If you know what I mean, mm -hmm. like I think it furthers the atmosphere and what's going on, and I don't know, it's just perfect. Um, I really love Moulin Rouge. <laughs> It's great. I have a funny um, story about Moulin Rouge, actually, uh, which ooh. is when I was about 12 or 13, one of my school friends invited me to the cinema to go and see Moulin Rouge. And I asked my mum and she was like, no, you can't watch a film about Moulin Rouge. Obviously, she didn't know anything about the film. Uh huh. She just was like, oh, there's prostitution in that. Oh, you know, <laughs> sorry, mum. Um, so I, I didn't actually it. see it until I was about 16. Uh, which was a good few years after it came out, um, like four years. But you know, when when you're that age, when you're twelve, the difference between being twelve and being sixteen is massive. Like mm -hmm. you age so much in those four years. Um, so I felt like that film had been out for a decade. <laughs> you know, by the time it's I got around so to watching old. it. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, back to TV shows. Oh yes, sorry. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we do. What I think's interesting about TV shows, they're all very much of their time. Like, for example, Friends. Everybody's seen Friends. Well, not Friends, everybody. Lots I've of people have seen, seen Friends, Friends. And a lot of people really... I say a lot of people. Shannon's very um, adamant <laughs> that I need to watch Friends. But I know for a fact, I... because I didn't grow up watching Friends, I will not enjoy Friends. Well, I think, as I said, TV shows are particularly sitcoms they're very of their time mm -hmm. so you go to watch friends uh and it's that humor from like the 90s and the early 2000s and you know there's a lot of jokes in it that people these days wouldn't appreciate 
and I mean that's fine there are there are a lot of things that are considered offensive now that weren't back then and that's good for a lot of these things um but it, it it's just so of that time I think that if you weren't feeling like watching something like that then you wouldn't enjoy it uh, and friends I never watched growing up I seen episodes of it because if it was too wet to do pee outside they'd let us watch friends in the gym hall um that's actually surprising but okay yeah that okay. stopped i was gonna say i was imagining a bunch of these you know 10 year olds sitting down to watch friends and like no like this was in high school so it was like when i was okay. 13 14 um and one of the episodes and i think this was the first episodes of friends episodes of friends that i saw was the one where obviously joey's an actor and that's his whole thing but he i think he was in like some modeling campaign and it turned out it was about uh vd so you know stds <laughs> mm. uh, and he he didn't know that when he was shooting it and the whole joke <laughs> is, is that he, he's wa- walking in the subway and he turns around and he sees this poster of himself and it's like i have vd <laughs> but it's just him <laughs> and it is really funny um but yeah, so that was the f- my first sort of exposure to Friends. But I wouldn't say that Friends is the best TV show ever, the way a lot of people do. Um, if we're talking 90s TV shows that are dated by the time that they were made, um, I love Dawson's Creek. I love Dawson's Creek so much. And I get that the very first storyline involving my favourite character, who is Pacey Witter, because he's the best boy. Um, also, Joshua Jackson's just a legend. Um <laughs> But yeah, so the whole first storyline with Pacey Witter is that he ends up, he's like in high school and he ends up in a relationship with his teacher. And obviously by today's standards, that's like, whew, you know, they don't handle it in the way that I think a TV show like sitcom would handle that now. Um, yeah, definitely. So watching it back's really jarring. Um, they also had a gay character and I can't remember how well that was handled, but... Um, and then they had this character with well mental illness. Expect. Yeah. Um, and they had a character with like mental illness. Um, but they really messed that one up because I loved that character to begin with. Mm. And then they just messed it up. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> like, I feel like I can't like this show anymore. <laughs> but yeah, it's my it's my tre- cheesy go to trash for when I'm like lonely and sad and it's raining outside and i just cuddle up with my hot chocolate and i watch some dawson's creek um but yeah pacey water is the best like anyone who says different is wrong (laughs) i will just refrain from saying different because i don't want to be wrong well dawson Um, leary is a a disaster of a human and nobody should like him sorry dawson leary which is funny because the character the actor that plays dawson um jason vanderbeek He's amazing. Like, he's a great guy. Or so it seems. I don't know him personally. <laughs> but no, he seems like a, a really sound guy. Um, but Dawson Leary, nah. In the bin. And the whole show is named after him. Like, how many shows do you like that the main character is not the reason you like it? Pretty much all of them. <laughs> yeah. I feel like... I'm not a main character just... kind of person, really. Um... I don't know if there's just there just seems to be a theme with a lot especially kind of um maybe like early 2000s 
TV shows that the main character is just garbage, but they have a really good supporting cast. You're like, mm. okay, I, can, I can get around well, watching this. The thing with Dawson's Creek is pretty much every single actor in it is fantastic. Like, they just knock it out of the park. Fantastic actors. Um, and some of the writing's great, apart from... Uh, I don't want to spoil anything. Yes, Claire, don't spoil, like, a late 90s TV show. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> No, my favorite character in Dawson's Creek is Dawson's dad. Um and Dawson's dad dies. Sorry, spoilers. But Oh no. Uh, he's a... I was going to watch it. No, no. I actually probably was never going to watch no, it. No, there's the point. too much of it. Oh my god, kill. But he um so Dawson's dad best character, best boy. Um as much as I said that I loved Pacey like 5 seconds ago, but this is the way it is, okay? <laughs> They're all great, all of them, apart from the ones that are awful like Dawson. But um no, so Dawson's dad dies. Um who is the Flash in the old Flash TV series? Um, okay. Oh, he's the best. Um he's just this lovely guy, but he dies in a way that I've always said I could see myself dying in, which is he goes to the his, him and his wife have a baby. And he goes to the convenience store to get, uh, like, baby powder or something for the baby. Uh, and he buys himself an ice cream. And obviously, they, they were writing this character out, and this is how they chose to do it. Uh, he buys himself an ice cream cone and gets in his car, and he's eating this ice cream cone while he's driving. And the ice cream falls off the cone. And instead of just going, oh, garbage, and keeping on driving and cleaning it up when he gets home, he decides... To lean over, stop looking where he is driving, and pick up the ice cream that has fallen on the floor while he is still driving. And he crashes and dies. <laughs> and I'm like, that's just stupid. <laughs> but as I said, like I love ice cream, so I have a real affinity with uh, Dawson's dad in that one scene. <laughs> Like, oh, how did you die? I relate to you so much. I'm going to like die this that is my way. death. <laughs> to be fair, like if I die like that, would you really be surprised? I don't know. I can see it. Um, mm -hmm. To be honest, I do you know what I can like you'd be heading over to meet up with me for some reason, and you're like, I've brought, I've got ice cream. I'm gonna bomb it there so it doesn't melt. It's the best ice cream you've ever tasted. Uh, and then I don't see you for the re oh, I guess the rest of my life. But yeah, the next time um, you see me is like at my funeral, and it's just a photo of me on top of my coffin, holding an ice cream. Holding an ice cream. <laughs> if I die, bury me with my favorite ice cream. <laughs> and then the giant ice cream like sushi machine comes down and just like we fill in the ground. <laughs> No, you don't throw roses on top of the coffin. You throw ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got a cone. We're trying to get there. We chose a really hot day as well, so we're trying to get through the service as quickly as possible so we can throw it in before oh, it melts all over our hands. If I die first out of the two of us, Callum. It's happening. Uh, yeah. It's happening. Make sure, please. I have to put it in my last will and testament. <laughs> At my funeral, oh, there must be ice cream. <laughs> oh, just rename oh, this dear. episode to um, Ice Cream. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh. And actually, we can just have that scene where um, Thingy's dad dies playing in the background yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, Just on like a loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only do you have to eat ice cream at my funeral, um, you have to come dressed as an ice cream. <laughs> and that can mean whatever you want to interpret that as. <laughs> no black, only ice cream. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, back on topic. Back um, on topic. Um, <laughs> see, like, I, I never really watched that many TV shows anyway. It's only recently that I've started watching some TV shows. Um, mm. um, and a lot of them are garbage, but enjoyable garbage. Yeah, yeah. I find a lot of American sitcoms are like that. Yeah, so there's one... Well, well I'm, I'm trying to think about what we're actually watching. Um... So watching through Shit's Creek, which is garbage, but it's actually see that's been recommended to me, and I haven't watched it it's yet. Upsetting that I enjoy it. I think it annoys me that I enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> because it's actually really quite funny, and some of the characters are really good. And you're like, ah, oh, I quite like this. It's yeah. such a dumb premise, and I hate it. But this is amazing. Oh, it's just bad. I I can't. It's the it's the whole thing of rich family lose everything and living in motel and then that's that's it so far um, okay. not got that far into it but that's 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 the overarching plot essentially well let me know um, how it I, goes because as i said I it has do. been recommended to me um but just going back to the point about shows that i like despite the main characters oh yes not being uh your favorite see uh shira i don't know if you've seen the the sort of Shira reboot they did. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. <clears throat> on Netflix. Um it's fantastic. I haven't actually watched it yet, but I mentioned but... it in a previous podcast. I think I think it was the first one. Um where I said that I don't like the the opening TV show theme. Don't like it. Um not a tune. But <laughs> so uh I love that show. I love that show so much. But I've never really met anyone whose favorite character is Adora. And Adora is the main character because Adora is Shira. So, yeah, it's, it's weird. But they have a lot of good characters in that show. It's very well written. And again, like the voice acting, so good. Um, there, there's something to be said, um, especially with, with like animated things. Um, voice acting's just so good. And especially now, like, see, with things coming out now, the voice acting compared to, well, especially when you compare it to like um, 80s, 90s. Mm the standard of voice acting in like even just like not high budget tv shows is insane well i think as well another interesting point about voice acting these days obviously we're not voice actors um but obviously i think the quality has gone up Mm -hmm. um but what i think strange now it's not that strange because we have the internet and social media is a huge thing right now but voice actors tend to garner more of a following like Years ago, you'd watch an animated thing, and unless it was like an already famous person doing the voice, people wouldn't go, "Oh, who is that?" You know. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, like with with Twitter and everything, I think that's maybe why. But voice actors gain followings and are massively loved by tons of fans. Like, I, I don't know if it's to do with like it being obviously a big thing in the anime community. I know I said we weren't really going to talk about anime, but. Uh, <laughs> Always comes back to the trash. Um, 
But no, yeah, yeah. Um, there's, I suppose, I also guess that there's probably a larger pool of voice actors now who are half decent. Like the the ability to record from home at a higher quality is... Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, the, especially like, right thousand now. thousand times better than it was. Like right now, we are living, this is the best time to be alive in the sense of flexibility production yeah and you know well audio video production and everything at a low entry cost because uh, let's face it we me and you don't have ridiculously expensive setups people could probably tell that my mic isn't that great (laughs) like especially compared with yours but yeah but then like even even then like there's still not an expensive setup no it's a it's a serviceable at least passable product yeah like we we can get away with it but but even like in terms of building computers and stuff from home like it's not like you have to go into a computer shop these days and buy something that comes in a box mm-hmm. and they tell you what you can get um these days you you can build a setup specifically for production um and there's yes. that flexibility At there a very reasonable cost as well um and you can make sacrifices depending on precisely what matters to you Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that you couldn't before and as i was saying like right now with the pandemic going on a lot of voice actors are probably quite glad that they are able to work mm-hmm. even if it means setting up like a recording booth in your your wardrobe or something yeah like uh, and like that, that's literally all you need to do you go into a wardrobe with loads of coats get yourself like a handy field recorder and away you go you're you're a voice actor yeah done haha um i don't know why like I, hmm? car <gasps> how dare that car you're in a really quiet place as well i know yeah i think he's sawn his exhaust off to, to impress <laughs> us all he's um, like i'll foil I wish their I was podcast cool. <laughs> <laughs> i should have a big sign outside going no driving road closed due to podcasting <laughs> on air with the little light um, oh man i'm definitely i'm gonna get a button that's connected to an Elliot so i can have an on-air thing oh that'd be oh great oh my god Oh, oh that made me so happy. Oh. I think her bad ideas are showing. <laughs> oh my god. No, oh, um but like animation and voice acting um being the current tip of the iceberg of TV shows that we're talking about just now. Um I think we mentioned it in the anime episode, but it's not really an anime uh, is Avatar, The Last Airbender. Mhm. Um that show is perfection. That is the best kids show ever made to this day, in my opinion. Um, it's just. Oh, so I don't good. know. I think reboots might be just <laughs> edging ahead on that one for me. But I know Avatar is just a masterpiece. But it's Avatar is great, um, mostly because Avatar you can just consume in a weekend. Uh, but oh yeah, it's not that long. You can binge it in a weekend. Um, mm. And it's just good. The characters are great. The writing's great. The story's great. There's so many good lessons for young kids. Um, that's something that's, that um, should come back more at the end. It's like, what did we learn from this <laughs> adventure story? <laughs> but like, um, even, you know, Zuko. You learn so much from Zuko's journey. You learn so much from, from Toph's character development, from basically everyone's mm-hmm. character development in that show. Like, even Sokka... Because obviously there's the episode where he goes to train um, and the the way of the sword and how he didn't feel like he was useful at all 
and then he he got a skill but it's like basically teaching you that you can be useful and you can be helpful and you know even if you don't feel like you're you know the best or the greatest at something it doesn't mean that you you don't have potential um but yeah i think there's a lesson everywhere in avatar and they're not ham-fisted or you know they don't force them down your throat it's just it is what it is and you can take from it what you want but it is there and it's just good it's just thoroughly enjoyable it's great. Uh, I again, it's just, you know one of my favorites. Mm. Probably my second favorite. Next to reboot. Next to reboot. <laughs> and it's a very close second, but reboot cosplay group go. Yes, please. <laughs> That'd be when great. Also, really difficult. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'd go as Dot. Well, so you can just sit in a green paint bath, and then that's it. Yeah, I get to be green. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah. Green's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm trying to think of more tv shows well the thing is is tv shows is one of those those topics that i always talk to people and other people watch tons and tons of tv shows and i don't really i don't um i watch more the... now as i said but it's just not not something i have a huge history in no something i do want to talk about um i don't know if you've seen it as marvel's agents of shield mm-hmm I've not okay. seen that. I know about so, it. You can feel free to spoil things. I don't. I'm not. That's fine. That um, invested. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go too much into it anyway. But I am um, initially when it started to come out, I went and watched the first episode. That was ages ago now. Whenever that was, um, 2013. And I watched the first. I think I watched the first few episodes, and I was like, "This is garbage. I'm not. Not not watching this." And then I revisited it, like, a few years later, and I was like, ah, nah, I'm not into it. Then I revisited it again, um, must have been a couple years ago. And once I got through, like, the first three episodes, I was like, ah, oh, this is pretty good. And then it kept getting better. And then I looked, there's seven seasons, there's no way they can drag this out for seven seasons. Holy macaroni, they can they can drag it out for seven <laughs> seasons because, my God, it's one of those things like halfway, th like if you'd compare like season five with season two, you'd be like, there is no way. I, I need to find out what happened in between here to get to this point because it's, it's insane. Things just get wackier and wackier, more insane more insane craziness and you do see that like I, I don't follow the marvel cinematic universe that much i stopped i i'm and um, this is why i haven't ever gone back to watch agents of shield it's simply because there's too much <laughs> and they're asking yeah. too much i have two kids and my oldest kid does not care about superheroes or comic books yeah so it's um, like i have no reason um i know a lot of people love the stuff but yeah, it's just too much. I can't do it. Which is fair. Um because it does. It like it plugs a lot of like wee holes and little nods to all these little like events that happened like in the background of some films. Like it'd be something on the TV and the news thing. Yeah, and then yeah. there'd be like a That's whole like smart, arc though. based on that. Um which is cool. But the further on, the more I watched it, the more I realized I think I prefer this to the actual Marvel movies because it's it's not about 
all these superheroes with superpowers well that it gets to a point where where there is but for the most part it's literally the, the the human team being human team and you know just being like good at like intel gathering and kicking people's asses the old-fashioned way yeah and colson because colson's actually great and that that's it that's all i want to say on marvel's agents of shield it's one of those things that once i was hooked i was really hooked and i really really enjoyed it so uh speaking of agents oh god uh i convinced stuart and i uh stuart and i i convinced stuart um because i had never seen it it was on about the same time as one of the star treks i think it was ds9 um but i'd never seen it i was never allowed to see it i was always scared of it because ooh, spooky but um Stuart and I recently started watching the X Files. Okay. Um, I had never. I actually haven't seen any of it. I had never seen any of it. I was just interested in it because, um, obviously, right now, conspiracy theories are a huge thing online. Mm. Um, and you know, I think the overarching plot of the X Files is to do with conspiracy theories, and it's quite relevant today. But can I just say the relationship between, uh fox and Mulder, like the two main character agents is incredible no fox eh, fox Mulder and dana scully that's their names mm-hmm. Mulder and scully um and just the way that they bounce off each other like from from the word go from the first episode they have this chemistry uh, and it's undeniable um and Obviously, like Mulder's the he get he believes in UFOs. Uh, he's a FBI agent who has decided that he wants to investigate the X Files, which are kind of, you know, put to one side. Like oh, it's all a conspiracy theory thing. It's just a load of nonsense. But he strongly believes in the supernatural and UFOs and and cryptids and all this stuff. Um. Whereas Scully's like a total skeptic. Um. So, obviously, you have that to begin with, you know. He strongly believes in this. They go to investigate an X-File, and he's like, oh, it's aliens, and she's like, hmm, is it, though? <laughs> um, and it's like, a, to begin with, it's just a Monster of a we- monster of the Week show uh, where they mm-hmm. encounter a different thing, but some of the episodes are pure horror, like, and the special effects, see, for the time, they hold up. There's, like, a lot of practical effects in it that just look incredible, um you don't question it because you know how like if you go back to sort of late 90s um tv shows tv shows specifically because obviously tv shows don't have as much of a budget as a a huge film Uh um but you know it was the early days of cgi um so a lot of it doesn't hold up and a lot of it just ruins it a little bit (laughs) whereas you know x files it's all really believable and well done i say believable for a tv show um but i'm thoroughly enjoying it i think it's great um and i would recommend people to go and give it a look if they missed out on it the first time um i feel like i will actually go go and watch it eventually but um it, it's something that it's like it's always on the t like well i, I don't currently have tv but when, when i did I. <laughs> you'd um scroll through the tv thing and the x files would always be on and i was like ah mm. and then i would put it on in the background and like zone in and out of it and go oh man maybe i should start watching this oh you should so, it's so good maybe so i will good. um at some point i'm sure um can i ask you a question you certainly can have you ever seen buffy the vampire slayer yes and no 
<laughs> I have seen exactly two episodes of Buffy the Vampire okay. Slayer. So I know I have seen some of Buffy, but man, I could not tell you one thing that happened. I do not remember it at all. I always wanted to watch Buffy when I was a kid. Because <clears throat> when I was about nine, ten, uh, Elena, who we had on the podcast for the Halloween special, she was watching Buffy. Uh, she used to watch Buffy with her mum, I think. Okay. Um, and she's exactly the same age as me, so she was quite young when she was watching Buffy. Um, and I, I was never allowed to see it. It just wasn't something that was on in my house. So anytime I saw her, she would be telling me about what happened to Buffy this week. Oh my God, and it sounded so exciting. Um, and then when I sat down to start watching it more recently, I was like, there's so much of this. <laughs> there's so much of this oh my god and i just never got into it because there's a lot um and i have other things that i'm watching right now like uh like the x-files and also uh critical role i don't know if that counts as a tv show but um i mean you you might as well just bung it in i I guess web series are essentially it's (laughs) we live in the age where the tv show formula is so applicable to so many different types of alternative media mm. um like youtube and uh i don't actually know what other video like services there are um youtube uh <laughs> i was gonna say vimeo but who's twitch, watching because um like critical role comes out on twitch every week um okay yeah twitch i suppose so you do you've got your um You've really got, I guess, kind of taking over the the sort of traditional TV media. Yeah, especially um, for young people. Yeah, because um, like, you're we're watching our traditional TV shows on Netflix and, I guess, well, Amazon Prime because our Amazon Prime is the only place you can get Farscape, uh, which is really annoying. I mean, you can but... watch the X Files on Amazon Prime too. <laughs> Just okay, while right, you're little there. side tangent. Amazon Prime has the worst interface I have ever... This is a lie. It's not the worst interface I've ever used. It's but still bad. It's garbage. It's... You're saying there, okay, right, I want to watch this thing. Okay, I can't find it. Oh, I can I can buy it? No, I don't want... No, I pay you whatever it is, £72 a year to yeah. not um, pay for... Oh. I don't mind them having films to rent and buy on it, but I think That's they should fine. be in a totally separate section. They should have, like, when you start it up, part of it should be like, oh, do you want to pay for your movies? Then you can use the client yeah. that has all of the stuff on it. Or do you want to not pay for your movies? Then mm-hmm. we just have a thing that only has the things that you have access to. Because it's the most annoying thing in the world. Like, because I remember I at one believe... point, I started watching Community. Community is one of these shows that I haven't seen all of, but... Oh, I have. I've I've finished Community last year. I actually really enjoy it. I love it. Um, I've seen the first four seasons, I think. Mm. Um, And it's one of those shows that I just chuck on. (laughs) Like, if I just need background, I chuck it on and then I'll, like, chuckle a bit to myself when I see a bit that I really like. Um, It's like me with Brooklyn Nine-Nine just now. I I haven't seen any of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think I've seen the first episode. I did. I watched the first episode. Um again, it's like, I, I just don't have time. Uh, and then mm-hmm. I decided that I was going to catch up on Critical Role. And I pretty much caught up on Critical Role now. Uh, I've been doing that since I had the baby. So that's like six months. I've watched all of uh, the second campaign. But because of that, like, as I said, I've only recently started watching The X-Files because I was like, oh, 
I'm going to watch all of campaign two of Critical Role. And it's only recently that I've managed to get to a point where, you know, it's manageable. Because the problem with Critical Role is the episodes are like four hours long. Yeah. Um, Which sucks. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't. It's great because you get tons of it. Um, and it is good stuff, like, once you get into it. Especially if you're not in a regular uh, tabletop role-playing game. Um, yeah, it's a good way to get your fix, is to, to listen to people um, playing. It's not as good, but... Um... It's not as good. Um, there's also, uh, I, I find, like, I, I used to... Well, I used to listen to Critical Role as an audio podcast when I was working in the co-op and stuff. And the other one I'd listen to is the Adventure Zone. Mm. And... I was like, I really enjoyed them. You get like, you get a good bit of story. There's some like, ah, oh, they're playing D, and you kind of absorbing some of the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You learn twice. as you go. Um, but the the thing that loads of people keep complaining about and stuff is like, oh, it's scripted or whatever, and blah, 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 blah. which which I don't mind. Um, is it entertaining? Yeah, that's that's the thing. Also, uh, like having listened to some D and D actual play podcasts and things like that, where it's not semi-scripted or it's not edited down in chunks and then you've got that big long section of right we need to find the rule for this it's it is quite hard to listen to yeah even though you are getting like the full experience you're getting like you probably a really good story sitting and listening to people try and find the rules for something is is just hard um especially when it's like four hours long oh it's so long it's so long um, but yeah, I, I kind of caught up now and I'm enjoying it. I think it's great. Um, but it isn't as good as playing it yourself. Mm. Um, it also helps they all have lovely <laughs> voices. Oh, they're so, yeah. Again, they're so good. with the voice acting, they're, they're just incredible. But yeah, they, they've got a TV show coming out that got oh, kickstarted. It was like, I think the number one most backed project on Kickstarter. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They made tons of money within the first 24 hours. Like, I think even within the first few hours, they'd hit their target. And it just kept going up because when it happened, I hadn't seen any critical role. I knew about it, but I, I hadn't ever mm-hmm. watched it because I hadn't been able to get into a D&D thing like that before because I was in games, you know. I, I didn't feel the need. I didn't have any missing yeah. part. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I knew about it. And it was like someone on Twitter had was like, oh, my God. And I was like, okay, what's the deal with this? And I went to the Kickstarter page and you would watch it just go up constantly. Like the number that's was just crazy. going up and up and up and up and up. Um, So they've got, I think that's going to be on Amazon Prime. Uh, they've got a TV show coming out and I'm I'm really looking forward to it because I haven't seen all of Campaign 1. I've seen mm. bits of it. Um, I have a favourite character from Campaign 1, which is Vax. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I think that will be really, really good. Well, I hope it will. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it will be. Like, it, again, we're kind of at that stage where people um, are more willing to pay for the things that they want to see. Yeah. And put money behind something. Because, like, a, a lot of these... Right, well, let's face it. Um, okay, yes, all the Critical Role guys are actually, like, voice actors and stuff. But they're not an individual production company by themselves. Well, they are now. But... Well, they are now, but like with the with the rise of of like essentially fan to artist support systems like you know well, Patreon, Kickstarter, even Indiegogo Twitch and things, Twitch, like that you've we've removed this like sort of barrier between the people on the screen and the people consuming the media. Mm. That I, I guess it can only be a good thing. 
I mean, there's like some some like sketchy things have come from fans. Yes. And, yeah. So like, it's not always all good. Uh, I think obviously, if you're in that position, you should really set some good strong boundaries. Um, mm-hmm. But even like Twitter these days, like your your favorite creators can tweet something um and you can respond to that and they might reply and they might like it and you know if you go back to like the dark ages before the dawn of the internet nobody really had an opportunity to talk to their favorite creators and and actors no. and right like if marlon monroe had twitter oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you know if frank sinatra was using twitter and it was a totally different world back then <laughs> Like you, you did like this. Like all these stars and superstars were just these untouchable, ethereal beings. Mm. Um, but now it's we're we're, it's almost we're we're more personality driven than than we were previously. So we're more likely to to support things for people than we are to just go ah yes mm. Sony give me the next big movie please. Yeah, there's there's positives and negatives to it. I think. Um, yeah. But. I mean, Tak Fuji, um, <laughs> who works for Konami, um, I really like him. I've liked him ever since his uh, E3 speech where, uh, <laughs> yeah, one million troops. Um, yeah, but I loved him because he totally embraced that. Nobody laughed at his jokes, um, but he embraced it and he was on Twitter uh, and he's replied to me a few times and he's Ooh. such a sweet guy. Like, because uh, I think he was doing some Frogger thing, and I at the time happened to have an Atari out, um, playing Frogger on the Atari at the time he tweeted it. So I took a photo uh, and I sent it to him, and he's like, "Oh, that's so good!" And I was like, "Yay!" Because <laughs> um, the other thing about him that I was like, "Oh my god, this guy is great." He sang in the chorus for the final song in uh, Sweden. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Because apparently they just got a bunch of guys who worked at Konami to sing on the. It's the la- one, the very last song, the the very last piece of music in in the game, and he's he's in the chorus. You can't like pick out his voice or anything. Yeah, yeah, I was really pleased. Um, That's so cool. But 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 yeah, like even um, Henry Cavill from obviously The Witcher, he also played Superman. Um, even like him on Instagram being like a total nerd and building a, a PC, you know, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't ever get that insight into somebody's life without social media. It's crazy. Um, the thing I like about it is the amount of like cool action stars or people who've been like are just big old nerds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Vin uh, Diesel's a nerd, apparently. Yeah. I didn't Monster expect nerd. that. Uh, I think he, he like he plays in D and D. Actually, he um, I think it, I think it was it was Vin Diesel, wasn't it? He played with the Critical Role guys and did like a, a one shot with them. I don't know if it was Vin Diesel. I don't know if it was Vin Diesel. I'm pretty sure it was. I oh, know wow. that the big show was an um. Oh, what was it called? That it was really funny. Uh, you know the big show, the wrestler. Yeah. Well, it's a big show. Um. Oh, it was it was Vin Diesel. Was it? They called it D and Diesel. That's terrible. I'm looking this up. That's brilliant. <laughs> oh yeah, that was on Geek and Sundry. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm right. getting confused because obviously, like, all of the new campaign is on the Critical Role. Okay, yes, because it's a totally different YouTube channel, and it's only recently that I've gotten into you know that side of the D and D world. Um, uh huh. 
But I suppose we should go back to TV shows. Uh, yes. Since it is I mean, the this, topic. This counts, right? Not to be boring or anything. Future Callum here what? just chiming what? in to say that um, we had to stop okay, recording for a second. Something had to right. disappear and That actually upsets out. me but that I like. it's all been sorted, so okay. we may continue enjoying the show. I've only watched the first uh, season. Assuming you're enjoying um, it. It's American Horror Story. Oh, I've, that's never appealed to me. Like, I like nope. some horror, and that has never appealed to me. I heard I... Lady Gaga was in it as well, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I know that's a terrible thing to do, but yeah. I love lady gaga anyway i love lady gaga but i just i was like oh these these singers are like going into tv and that's a horrible like preconception because i love lady gaga's music i think she's an absolute legend um But yeah, no. But yes, I, with it, with them, um, Lady Gaga. I just I had this um, just this preconception, and I know that's a totally unfair thing to think, because many people are super multi talented, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do love Lady Gaga, <laughs> like I love her. She's great. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just never um, appealed to me. And, and that's fair. Like I didn't think I would like it, and actually, like it's it's okay. It's mm. fine. I actually did, I did enjoy it, um, but it's one of those things where I'm sitting there going, ah, I kind of upsets me that I like this because I don't want to like it. Are there any um, TV shows that you actually don't like that you've seen that you're like, oh, no. Uh, well, talent shows. I hate them. They're garbage. Oh, like All Britain's Got Talent and The Voice. Britain's and, Got yeah. Talent, X Factor, The Voice. They're just bad. See, it's... when you work in an office... Like, when I started working in an office, I started watching these things on TV. Mm-hmm. And I hate them. But the reason I was watching them was because it meant I would have something to go in to talk to with my co-workers about. Everyone talks about them. It's like, it's the same. You're working in supermarkets. Everyone's like, ah, oh, you see this guy on the X Factor. He was garbage. I was like, why do you get enjoyment? Like, okay. <laughs> it's the new soap. You're like, you're getting enjoyment for someone being bad at something like <laughs> i get that so like, funny some of it will be funny but really they're just taking people it's who think they're good that. and letting them do um, stuff just to get on a TV. lot of it's, it's really weird. super fake like there's talent scouts and stuff that'll go and find people with actual talent mm-hmm. and like get them to go on britain's got talent um They'll they'll do that. Like, I know that um, there's a girl on YouTube, Kelsey Ellison, uh, and she does, like, I don't know, like, I think I found her because she did uh, covers of K-pop dances. Okay. Don't ask. Uh, I I watched a lot of stuff. No no, 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 No judgment here. Um, We're all trash here. (laughs) Welcome to the trash podcast. she, uh, She, I think had been invited onto like X Factor or something. They asked her to go on. And she was like, yeah, sure, this will be great. Because I, I can... Because um, I think she did some of her own original music as well. Mm-hmm. Um, And she went on. And she did her thing. And it was kind of like they only invited her on to take the piss out of her. Because what she was doing was different and weird. If you know what I mean. Uh-huh. It's a bit like... um those girls in school who would be like, oh, can I listen to you sing? 
and then you'd start singing and then it would be like <laughs> you're so garbage do you know what i mean yeah like like why did you ask me if you were just gonna take the piss oh it was because you wanted to take the piss out of me and make me feel bad i get it that never actually happened to me in school though because nobody in school ever heard me sing <laughs> i think because because i'm so brilliant i'm so good i never really sang in school okay i did inquire but that that's different that's not like and i think if so, so one of the school bullies like i knew all of them um like i knew who was gonna take the piss out of me and who wasn't um yeah so like if they'd said that i'd have been like no <laughs> you know um i will not sing for but you. no i think they're nasty and horrible your slave. Those, those yeah shows. i just i hate them they're they're just they're just bad they're and fake it, <laughs> And there's a reason why everyone is you're probably better off going on it and running up because there's a reason why well I say everyone the majority of people have their year after the show and then just vanish well the voice is the worst from that it's like I don't know anyone eh oh I, I don't even remember like I watched one full season of the voice and it was the one where the blind girl or the girl who had like a visual impairment she won it singing my okay. immortal by evanescence um <laughs> and you get like the whole thing with the voices oh you get a record deal after it i've never heard of her like since then <laughs> i don't even remember her name and it's terrible like a lot of these people you know the ones that genuinely do go and audition they're sold like this you know story of false hope and this dream that they're never going to achieve and it's terrible you know it sucks. You will be a success. Oh, what is a success? Like, really, what's what's made it? You should be defining that yourself. Exactly. Like, one person's success is another person's failure. You know. <laughs> mm. It's 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 so weird. I just hate them. And the contracts in some of them are, like... Horrendous. Um, awful. Like, you don't want to say that. Do it. You're not allowed to promote you're like if you were like already like an artist like unsigned or whatever you're not allowed to promote anything you've done before that because you have to go on with like a clean slate and you're like we're making you into this it's garbage it's trash mm, for sure um the only uh. the only talent show like that that i don't think is completely garbage i still don't like it as like uh, you're strictly come dancing because the people yeah, in that come dancing the people in that are already famous. I don't love it, but you know, yeah. <laughs> um, they're already famous. They're going and they're learning dances. Nobody's expecting them to show up and be fantastic. Oh my god! Um, and I'll tell you what, I've watched some of the the latest season, and Bill Bailey can dance. Oh boy! Are you surprised? The <sighs> he's guy a musician. He has rhythm everything. coming out of his ears, but he's like. Oh, he's so good, Callum. I don't know if he's I'll still need to in watch it. it. I'll need to watch that. But you'll need to. You definitely just even if you just watch Bill Bailey's dances. Oh my god, so good. Um, but yeah, like I've never, I've never been into soaps because I think I've never watched a soap. TV so I tell TV you I talent like shows are like modern soaps, um, and that is the thing that everybody goes into work and talks about the next day. Mm -hmm. Um. Or like I'm a celebrity or whatever, 
um, is like. Well, I've never watched that either, to be, to be I fair. Don't, so I can't I don't give like you a judgment. I assume I don't like people. it. I'm like one of those people who's like those poor spiders. Like, they don't want to be dropped Aww. on your head. Those poor mealworms are alive. You don't need to do that. <laughs> like, um. And I and I get that a lot of people are like, oh, you're just you're just complaining for the sake of complaint. But no, I'm not, because I like spiders and I don't kill them when they're in my house. I don't even get them out of my house. You know, if we lived in a country with poisonous spiders, yeah, maybe I'd be a bit concerned, right? Yeah, but yeah. You'd, you'd probably have different opinions. But yeah. we're in Scotland, you know. The spiders eat the flies, and and all the other little beasties. I'm not gonna crush them or throw them out the window or any of that. Like I love spiders; they're good boys. <laughs> Um, so I, I don't like I'm a celebrity or any of that stuff, but like the only time I've seen a soap was when my grand Ford was still alive. Um, okay. I used to go to her house and she watched all the soaps. She didn't watch River Island, not River Island. That's a shop. <laughs> River <laughs> City. <laughs> I was about to correct you and say Riverdale, but that's not a, That's not a, thing, not a soap either. <laughs> it's a TV okay. show, but it's not a soap. I've never seen Riverdale, actually. I don't know what Riverdale is. So. Oh. Um, I just know all these names. I was just reminded of iZombie. Have you seen that? I have not seen iZombie. It keeps popping up on whatever uh, It's Netflix, not bad. It's not bad. Okay. One of my favorite actors is in it. Raul Coley. He's in... I don't know if you've seen it advertised recently, but uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah, so I started watching The Haunting of Hill House, mm-hmm. um, which uh, I think I've, I've watched a few episodes and I've, I'm quite enjoying it. Like it's it's just it's it's average, and I, I don't mind it. And I think some of the acting's quite good, and the story's good enough that it puts me past the fact that it's a quote unquote horror thing that's not really horror or it's not terrifying. See, know? I didn't actually know that Haunting of Hill House existed. I think it goes um, Haunting of Hill House and then Haunting of Bly Manor is the second one that they yeah. did. Yeah, I think they're doing more. Are they? Um, I think so. I've heard mixed things of the Haunting of Bly Manor. Um, some people I'm are saying enjoying it. I haven't finished it. Got good tension, but like story-wise, compared to the other one, it's less good. But I, I don't know. I need to watch it and see. Yeah, uh, as I said, I'm, I'm quite enjoying it. Uh, I really like Rahul Kohli though, so that's probably why. <laughs> because <laughs> he's fantastic in iZombie he's like he was the reason I watched that show because uh, I started watching because Stuart had seen a bit of it and he was like oh, this is not bad and I was like oh, okay I'll give that a shot um, and it's really good um, just in a kind of it's not I wouldn't say it's like the high point of TV or anything but it's quite good yeah um, and as I said I watched it and the more I watched the more I was like I'm only here because Raul Coley's a great actor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's great. I love him. Did you watch the, the Westworld series? No, but I listened to the music from Westworld. <laughs> I've never seen an episode. <laughs> and I go on YouTube and I'm like, Westworld, heart-shaped books. <laughs> I, re- like, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think it was as like whoa brain meltingly weird and crazy as a lot of people said it was but i really enjoyed it like there was like the story was good the um, like twists and turns are all really good and yes the music is fantastic mm. whoever came up with the idea of having like popular songs played on that honky tonk piano thing during the, the, the genius 
to the point where I didn't realize that was happening until like three episodes um, in. And I was like, this sounds familiar. As I said, and like, like, <laughs> like Heartshake Box is fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. Paint It Black, the version of that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the one I was listening to the other day? Wicked Game. They, they have a version of that and it's fantastic. Oh my God, the music is so weird. Never watched it. <laughs> Again, yeah, it's, it's, it's just well done. It's like the, it's well shot. It's well produced it's well you know edited it looks yeah. good it sounds good it feels good and the story's pretty good um i don't think it's particularly long either um i'll need to actually watch it because i know the music's great um another thing that uh, i i think we should discuss because tv shows and you know i think our lifetime has you know had the biggest most popular ever fantasy television program what? I've been trying to put it off for, for a what while. What okay. was your opinion of Game of Thrones? Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. I really liked Game of Thrones. Obviously, I kept up with it. It was one of the few TV series that I same. actually same, ever same, same. kept up with. It was a cultural event, Game of Thrones. It was an event. It was um, a thing that we went through as a society. <laughs> Yep, the second last season um, happened. I was like, oh, can't wait for the final season. They were given the budget for like an extra two seasons, was it? And they're like, no, no, it's fine. Now, here's the thing. So the last season happens, obviously. And there is, there's, a, there's a national understanding of, or maybe a global understanding of, but I admittedly didn't hate the ending as much as everyone else does. Right. For me... I liked the first three seasons of Game of Thrones. In fact, I would say I loved the first three seasons of Game of Thrones. I thought they were amazing. Um, I had read the books. Mm. So, you know, things had changed. There was a few differences here and there. Season one was pretty much dead on, to be honest. Yep. But after that, you know... First of all, season one is... Oh, it's a fantastic bit of TV. Um, But then, like, season four was okay. I think season four was the one with the Red Wedding. And I knew what okay, was going to happen. Yeah. I don't really care about changes because I'm one of those people, like, I understand that you can't fit as much on a TV screen for an audience, for the general public, um, particularly with fantasy as well, and particularly with a property like Game of Thrones. Like, mm-hmm. the books are a lot. There's a lot in them. <laughs> the appendices are very long. Uh, and I have to actually go and check because I'm pretty sure at the end of the books, there's like a page that tells you who everybody is in relation to everybody else. And when you're reading the book, you need it because like, particularly, I can't remember which books it was, uh, but there are books, two of the books take place at the same time as each other. And one book is one set of characters' perspectives. Because the way the book's laid out is it's like this chapter's Ned Stark and then this yeah. chapter Cersei. I, I, and then that's this... what I really enjoyed about the books as yeah, well. Yeah. Because you're like you're you're basically reading like you've got like a few chapters of basically a really short space of time. <laughs> but like everyone's oh, it's perspectives so good. on it is so um, good. But the the two uh those two books, one of them was like one half of the characters and the the next book along was the other half of the cast and, and their experiences of that same time period. So, you know, mm-hmm. when you've got that many perspectives and that many characters, there's no way you're going to fit all of that into a TV show. 
So obviously you have to make changes and remove characters here and change a bit of like this here to make that make sense. I got oh, yes. that. That didn't bother me. I just felt like after season three, the writing steadily went downhill. Um, so by the time I was on the second last season, I kind of stopped enjoying it. Um, and it wasn't because like, oh, I know what's coming. I know what's going to happen. I don't, I don't care if I know what's going to happen in a TV show or mm-hmm. I figured it out. It doesn't mean I'll enjoy it any less if I do know what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a. Sp- I, I don't care much about spoilers and things either. Like there are certain like, oh, don't things. Spoil Game of Thrones. Like, there know. are certain things, certain you know movies and TV shows. I think, like uh, Doki Doki Literature Club and Undertale, which I still haven't. I don't know. Anything, <laughs> but I still haven't actually um, played since the last time we played it. But yes, Twin Peaks is another one. Like you shouldn't give spoilers for Twin Peaks. Um, no, um, but I love. Twin Peaks is so Just, good. Let's, let's, um, let's, we can leave that at that. But so, like, it wouldn't have bothered me if it was predictable, as long as it was well written. They had the cast of Dreams, like, so many good actors and actresses in, in Game of Thrones. And I feel like they just threw it out the window. And it wasn't like, oh, I hate the ending. I didn't really care about the ending. I thought that was fine. I didn't care for I it. I just it was, felt it... like it wasn't, there was no build-up to it, really. It was like no. Daenerys was just there and then she went, burn it all for no reason. For no, for no, like yeah. I can't, I still can't. And it's like, I get it. I get it. She was from a long line of some of them are mad and some of them aren't, <laughs> you know? Um, I think that the biggest problem but there was no build up. with the ending is the fact that the whole season doesn't have like really anything in it. I felt a lot of it was, oh, we have to subvert expectations. <laughs> and yeah. I don't think. We can't give away the ending. <laughs> I think subverting expectations is fine when it's part of your plan in the beginning to put a twist in, but doing it for the sake of it, doing it so that you can go, haha, you never saw that coming, did you? Like the whole thing with Arya and the Night King, that, uh-huh. that I'm not saying it was a bad choice. I'm just saying that the reasons they gave for doing that weren't good. Also, <laughs> also, right. Here's the thing. So the first time, first time, well, well not the first, the only time I've only watched it once, but I miss saw what happened. Right. People who, let's face it, like, right, okay, just skip ahead, like, a few seconds, okay? If if you care. So what I thought happened was, you know, when she comes over and she flies over and then get, grabs her and she drops it, I thought Bran grabbed the knife, leant forward in his chair and stabbed the guy. That would and I have was been like, great. Yes, Bran. Yes. Uh, that, and uh, genuinely, that was my reaction. And I think that might be why I don't hate it as much. Because <laughs> in my head, Kanganen, it's actually like such a cool I wish move. that happened. I wish that had happened. Um, so I, miss, I misremembered. Film, uh, well, not misremembered. I missaw what happened. And everyone was like talking to me. I was like, it was so cool that Bran kept the... What are you talking about? No, he didn't. <laughs> No, he didn't. Um, like, what? But like, see, see the last episode, right? Where they're all sitting uh-huh. around deciding who's gonna be the king. See Ugh. the bit where Tyrion says, "And who has a better story than Bran the Broken?" I'm sitting there going, like, dozens of characters had a better um. story than Bran. Tyrion, you have a better story than Bran the Broken. <laughs> Child breaks himself uh, and then becomes a weird supernatural power boy. Uh, And that's it. That's a story. Like so many people went through huge journeys, 
Like, I hate Jon Snow. Like, <laughs> but unpopular opinion while we, it was on, but I hated Jon Snow. I did not care about him. I was just angry that Ned Stark died. But his floppy hair and his accent and his stubble. Weirdly, he reminds me a little bit of Orlando Bloom. I That's exactly what I was um, thinking through most of it. I was like, ugh. And Orlando I don't Blair. hate Orlando Bloom. I really don't. I'm, uh, I sometimes like Orlando Bloom. Most of the time, I'm, eh. No, eh. I just, I, I can, I could, I could leave him. I loved Legolas. That was it. But it's the only, like, I okay, Legolas. maybe, um, maybe Will, Pirates Will, of the Caribbean. No, Will Turner Will is Turner. a cringe character. I yeah, love him. It's... I love him, but he's so cringe. Oh. But really, other than that, well, I've never seen Orlando Bloom in anything other than that. I just like him. I think he's oh, funny. Yeah, he's, he's just a bit bland. Um, <laughs> I, I, in fairness, I thought in, you know, in the Hobbit movie, mm-hmm. that guy, the human guy, who kind of looks a little bit like Orlando Bloom. I've never seen the Hobbit movies. Oh, okay, right. There's a guy, whatever, whoever he is, the guy who shoots the dragon, looks like Orlando Bloom. And for ages, that... I was like, Orlando Bloom's let himself go Bard? a little bit, is that yes, his name? that's the one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I know that from the um, book. I haven't and, seen the films. Yeah, don't. It's 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 not good. But um, yeah. So I thought that was Orlando Bloom for a bit, and I was like, no, wait, no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh dear. Poor Orlando. Yeah. Do you watch much K drama? I don't watch any K drama. That's sad. I love K drama, um, especially like garbagey teaser ones. Like we watched one. It was I think there's a manga of it or an anime of it, but I've never seen the Japanese versions. But it's called uh, Tomorrow's Can Cantable Cantable. Okay. Um, and it's uh, you know, I'm a musical person. I can't pronounce that. I've never been able to say that. Cantable. <laughs> But um, no, so it's about uh, a music school, like a music university. And there's this guy and he's like the best pianist ever. And there's this girl who's also learning piano, but she's a bit quirky and a bit different. And it's a wee love story. Um, and I love it. I love every second of it. It's cheesy. It's naff. But like, see, when you get a good K-drama, it's like... I don't know, like a warm hug. <laughs> it reminds oh. me of the feeling I get when I watch High School Musical, which is a very okay, good yeah, feeling. Yeah. Like, I love High School Musical. Uh, High School Musical's good. Um, I know that they made a TV show of High School Musical. I think it's called High School Musical, the TV show of the film of the show or something. Like, it's called something absolutely ridiculous. No, it's something stupid, isn't it? It's like High School Musical, the musical film... Um... High School Musical, the musical, the series. That's what it's called. Stupid. <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series. So dumb. And they did that just so they were like, oh, look, we're like the TV show, TV show. Uh, well. Go away. Just leave. Disney, I'm done. They had one that was... Take your £10 and stick it up your nose. Um... <laughs> just made me think of Home Shanty <laughs> Oh, that's not a TV show, but I'm going <laughs> to mention it because we watched that recently. So, um, have you have you ever seen like it's a Bollywood film, right? Om Shanti Om is a Bollywood film, and it's the first Bollywood film that I ever saw um, years and years ago. I was me and Stuart. I think we were at his parents' house or something, and we we're up really, really late at night drinking wine. And uh, 
we're on like channel four channel five something like that really really late at night um and we caught this bit of this film called om shanty om obviously we checked on the tv guide om shanty om um and it wasn't one of the dance scenes i can't actually remember what part of the film it was i think it was the time skip it was like right before the time skip and then the time skip happened and we were like sitting there going what has just happened and it's bizarre it's amazing and weird (laughs) and the story just goes it's it's one of those things where you're you're following you're like okay i'm following it and then something will happen you're going do you know what i have no idea where this is going now i I don't i have literally anything could happen and i would be both surprised and not surprised at the same time it's it's Amazing. an experience. I highly recommend it. It is an experience. It. I know and it's not you know a TV what? show, but I'm recommending it right here and now. Go and watch on Om Shanty Om. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's it's real good. It's it's uh, good might not be the right word. It it is, it's real. Um, one last thing, you mentioned it briefly right at the beginning. Star Trek. We have to talk about Star Trek. Okay, we do have to talk about Star Trek. What's your favorite Star Trek? Well, next generation. That's just it, that's it. Hands See, down. Um, because that's what I saw the most of, and the only reason is I'm slightly too young for to have been like growing up with it. But when, right when I was young, uh, at school, mum was obviously a teacher in school, so I'd have to wait for her to finish work before we went home instead of taking the bus home. In her classroom, there was all the entire next generation series on vhs <laughs> that's so random so i would sit there and watch that after school to um well wait for my mum to finish uh, i'm pretty sure your mum and dad watched the next generation at the flat that i grew up in with my parents i'd need to fact check that i don't know but um because i know your parents were around at the same time as that was going on mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised because I know your mum and dad used to go over to my parents' house and just hang out, <laughs> like, all night. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, like, for me, The Next Generation's, like, a formative experience. Uh, yeah. It was on TV when I was a little kid. It started before I was born, um, but it, it kept going for quite a long while. Um, <laughs> and one of my brothers, one of my younger brothers, uh, was very sick. He had cancer. Uh, and while he was going through treatment, my mum describes the next generation as her way of coping. Um, so I was about four when this was going on, four, uh, coming up for five. And it would just always be on, always in the house. Um, so it was the first real TV show that I remember being a series that I was like aware of. Oh, that's a series that's on TV every week. Uh-huh. <laughs> um and I don't know, my mum clung to it so strongly that I think it very much cemented itself as a positive thing in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, because everybody was happy when The Next Generation was on, you know? Um, and because of that, I've never really been able to let go of it as a favourite. Um, my favourite character in Star Trek is actually Natasha Yar. Okay. Um, even though she's in, like, one season. <laughs> she was always my favourite. Her and Beverly Crusher. Um, I love Beverly Crusher so much. Space mom. She's not my space mom, mom but she no. is a space mom and she's great. Um, the space mom. And, and in terms of other Star Trek, if we discount um, The Next Generation, mm-hmm. 
what would you say you like the best? Because that's uh, a far more like difficult that's question. A, that's a difficult question. Uh, I'm ugh. see. Part of me wants to say the original series, but <laughs> just cause I enjoy watching it, but not because I enjoy watching it. I enjoy watching it because of just how it is. Oh, it's so um, trash sometimes. It's just, a, a lot of it's just oof. Whoa. Other than that, I didn't haven't watched a lot of other Star Trek. Like I watched a bit of Deep Space Nine. Didn't mind it. I love DS9. DS9's my favourite outside of the next generation. Because yeah. um, I kind of view... Uh, I think I watched a little bit of Voyager as well. but eh. I, I I like Voyager. I like Voyager. Um, but I just... A lot of it I can't take it seriously. And I feel that there were so mm-hmm. many missed opportunities for like amazing writing. Not that the writing's yeah. bad, because writing is actually really good in Voyager if you go back and watch it again. Um but <laughs> i'm just meaning in relation to uh, harry kim and tim paris i feel like those two could have been more fleshed out i would have loved to have seen more of them uh, in terms of i'm not saying there's no development because there's plenty it's just i don't know it just feels like there's something missing ds9 is my favorite uh yep but i think a lot of that's just because garrick Garrick is the best Star Trek mm-hmm. character in mm-hmm. my opinion. <laughs> he's he's just great. Like uh, him and like especially in the early early part of it, him and Bashir's interactions with each other always make me laugh. Uh, Bashir's a pain in the arse, but I love him. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go through all of them, but but yeah, I I love DS9. I feel like um, they did a really good job with it, uh, and a lot of it's really weird, and a lot of it, you know later on maybe isn't as great but yeah i love ds9 um, have you watched is it discovery yep um i, I haven't, haven't seen I haven't watched it at all so i haven't I, seen I the latest se- i haven't seen the latest season um uh-huh. but i absolutely loved uh parts of uh, the <laughs> yeah um i understand when people say it doesn't feel like star trek right i get that but okay i feel like you have to draw a line and say there's old Star Trek and there's new Star Trek. A new Star Trek is actually quite good, I think. It's just not what Star Trek was. I just mm-hmm. don't think in this day and age, and I think it's quite a sad thing, I don't think modern viewers would want the same things from a TV show. No. Um, And I think if you want to bring in new people to watch it, which obviously you do... <laughs> Like you don't you don't want to just be like oh we're relying only on people who used to watch Star Trek in the nineties, you know you what you want is like to appeal enough to those people and also appeal to new viewers and little kids not not little kids but you know like teenagers and and young twenty somethings who missed out on the Star Trek boom yeah when it happened in the nineties and 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 even before that like the original series people um so. You can't really make it the same as it was because modern young viewers aren't looking for the same things. But there are episodes of Discovery that feel very Star Trekky, Just not all of it. And I love Michael mm-hmm. Burnham. She's a great character. And I love Saru so much. Yes. Like, he is a wonderful character. Um, okay. Have you seen Picard? I haven't, no. Oh, watch Picard. It's on Amazon Prime. It's so good. In my opinion, a lot of people didn't like it. <laughs> I liked it. 
Uh, there was a lot of things I didn't like. As an overall experience. Patrick Stewart is so good. Well, just anything with Patrick so Stewart good. in, though. I, would, I could watch Patrick Stewart, you know, rap. And I, I yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen people going on about, oh, he's just not, he's just not uh, Captain Picard anymore. And I'm like, but he is. What you've got to remember is that Picard's had this entire journey in between, in the space in between the end of the next generation and the start of Picard. And he's developed. But there's like a scene in the first episode, there's scenes throughout the whole thing, but th there's a scene in the first episode where I was kind of going, oh, I don't know how I feel about this show. And then he has this little monologue and I immediately was like, he's back! He's back! <laughs> That's so Picard! Um, oh. And there's moments like that scattered throughout it and that made me feel great. And I feel like yeah. the main cast feels a bit like a D&D &D party. It's okay. not got the same feel, obviously, as TNG because it's doing a different thing. You know, I felt like it appealed to me on a, on a oh, this is the party, you know. Mm -hmm. These are the guys that do the things together because they're a little party. And um, yeah, I had moments where I was like, don't split the party. And then I caught myself <laughs> and I was like, oh, this isn't D&D, &D, Claire. This isn't a Star Trek RPG. <laughs> like, oh, but I loved it. Uh, I really loved it. Oh, that's good. I think I will watch it then. Um, yeah, the, 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 the issue people have with it, oh, it's not this. Like, that's like, you know, me saying, oh, you know, you're not Claire anymore and comparing you to 12-year-old Claire. Yeah, yeah. Or even, like, 23-year-old uh, me. Or, or me before yeah. I had kids. Or, <laughs> like, even five it's years like, ago, oh, I was a totally different person. She's just not, not a totally Claire different anymore. person. Like, I, I don't think you fundamentally change as people, but I do think you do change and you grow. And I am i don't think the same things or feel the same way as younger me, you know? No. Um, I'm like, you know, I don't think the same as I did before. I, you know, I'm less irritable over nothing. <laughs> um, but, but I'm yeah, not a moody I think, teenager. I think if people want more Star Trek, they're going to have to accept that the Star Trek that is going to come out now is going to be different from the Star Trek that came out in the 90s. Just the same way as the next generation wasn't accepted by a lot of the original series fans because they did a different thing with it. Yeah. Look... The way I look at it, right, if, if people who want more of the Star Trek that they like, let's face it, there is enough of the Star Trek you like. Just go oh, rewatch it. Oh, God, there's so much. Because that was back when, like, if you watched a season of something, it was, like, 28 episodes. These days yeah. you get sometimes some shows are, like, six episodes long. I know. <laughs> and you're like, I want more. Because <laughs> The Witcher was like that. I think The Witcher is, like, eight episodes long. Uh, mm. And I was like, why? Why do I have to wait two years? Uh, but it's because the production values are so high these days. Uh, and there's yeah. a lot of, like, you know, computery, digital, editing, um, CGI and all that stuff that needs to go on. You know, you need to put the effects on and you need to... Um, and a lot of work goes into these things. So oh, yes. it's worth the wait. A lot of them. Not all of Not all TV shows are worth wait. But because uh, Game of Thrones was like that, I felt like the the final season was not worth the wait. I don't know. Maybe it's the the um, the Attack on Titan syndrome that you know things are just taking too long. And sometimes, I, yeah, I don't I don't care enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've never seen past season one of Attack on Titan. Me neither. Well, Maybe I think I've one seen the day. First two episodes of season two. One Maybe day. Maybe we'll, one we'll, day. We'll do it. No, I, I'm not going to commit to that. No, don't. I will or I won't. I don't care. <laughs> Maybe we'll watch together when we're allowed to see each other again. 
Because perhaps I don't think I've seen you since last year, and that um, breaks my heart. I'm trying to think. It's probably over a year. Yeah, I think it is now. Because you were definitely here last November. Which is. Ugh. I can't wait. Since we're still talking about TV wait. shows, I can't wait oh. to see you. But I can't oh, wait I thought for. That's where we're going with that. Oh, okay. oh I'm sorry, Callum. <laughs> but sorry, I, what can I you wait for? I would love to see you. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, I can't wait for all of the TV shows to come out that are inspired by the youth of today and their experiences growing up during a pandemic because there is no chance there will be no media that isn't inspired by what's going on in the world right now i because it's crazy times i can't wait to, to see what they do an old man and look at some of these films and go that's not how it happened <laughs> or, or kids today don't know what or they're like, doing or like uh when Luke... You don't know you're born! <laughs> when Luke has kids, maybe. I'm not going to pressure him into that. I'm not that kind of parent. I don't care what he does. If he doesn't want them, he doesn't have them. Um, I he... said it on the podcast, son. You are having children! <laughs> <But> no. <laughs> no, so if he ever has kids, it's like... Um, or, or or my baby, when, when he grows up, if he has kids, and I'm like, oh, did you know that when I had your dad when I was in the hospital... His dad couldn't even be there for the birth. Oh, it was a tragedy. Oh, you know. <laughs> and he'd be like, shut up, mum. <laughs> talking about the plague again. Anyway, Boris Jelzin. Vodka? Out of ten? Vodka. Out of ten. Four. It's not undrinkable. I, hmm. I'm undecided. I'm I'd... going to give it a five. Okay. Based on the fact that I don't like vodka. I don't like I vodka. I didn't hate drinking it. No, I didn't like drinking it either. It was that's, inoffensive. That's it. Inoffensive, but not the best. I've had nicer vodka. I don't like vodka, but I have had nicer vodka. It was easy to drink. I'll give it that. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing I've learned from this is that all of those reviews were wrong. Hmm. Yeah, because they were all either, oh, it's great, or, oh, it's the worst. It's... It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Um, if anything, it was worth it to get this cute little bottle. Yeah, so cute. So cute. Love it. Uh, and on that note, we shall bid you adieu. Adieu. Good Go night. Go watch some TV shows. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And watch Steins Gate. Yeah, watch Steins Gate. <laughs> <laughs> Cabloof. I'm just going to say that at the end of every episode, watch Steins Gate. I'm going to hold you to that. Oh no, I'll forget. <laughs>